Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I told you yesterday, 90% of the talk on Sports Talk Radio is all about college football. The semifinals and the college football playoff, it's mind-boggling and it's exciting. But what gets you on the hype train? The talk, the hype. You know, and I just feel like that's where a lot of the Canadian sports have kind of fallen off the radar for whatever the reason. I don't know. I just don't know why Canadians don't get behind it other than the World Juniors, right? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day, everybody. Canadian sports fans around the world and you viewers in Canada as well. You're looking great. It is episode number 629 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. Although, uh, maybe as we do like our themes on the program, maybe as we welcome in the moose uh, in the bunker in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. I'm here in South Florida. He's in the Bermuda Triangle of the National Hockey League. Maybe a good theme, Moose. Aside from the normal comments from our viewers from Taco Time viewer takeovers, maybe to come up with that slogan that you and I have hit writer's block on. Yes. Maybe it's no longer Canada's daytime sports talk show. What, what, what? is this talk show because we have over half of our viewers are in America. So we need to come up maybe with a new tagline and you and I haven't been able to do that. We're two pretty wild and crazy guys, but we haven't been able to come up with a new slogan for the RP show. And I'd like to get like North America's daytime sports talk show doesn't exactly roll off the tongue nor fit on a placard that you put on the third tee box at Deer Valley. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. So have you spent any time on this at all before I turn it over to the Rod Squad, that wild pack of rabid dogs that watches this show every day? No, I haven't. <laughs> no. I didn't think you had. No, no, me either, actually. Yeah. Me either. Uh, so, yeah, coming up on the program today, some, some of our favorite people. Uh, and I'm going to tell you this. For the viewers, if you want to know the roadmap of the show, hour one's going to be a lot of hockey. Hour two's going to be a lot of football. Period. Dave Randorf, the television voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, is going to be with us in hour one. And in hour two, our NFL insider, Tori Gurley. Okay, so those are the guests. And with that out of the way, would you please, Director Jordan, hit the Quick Six Show horn. Please and thank you. Uh, our Quick Six Show topics today, just so you know, involve these. NHL, our top five, bottom five. Great Cup stuff. Darren's NFL top five. Big hiring in the Canadian Elite Basketball League this morning announced with the expansion club and the CHL top 10 is out. And I feel like I feel like people are going to want to get our thoughts on the NHL suspensions uh, going back to that Leaf Jets game on Sunday night. So we'll get all of that's coming up just so you know. But point one from the National Hockey League. What did I tell you? Going to be a lot of hockey here in hour one. In Montreal, Andre Palat scored with 38 seconds to go, giving the Tampa Bay Lightning a 3-2 comeback win over the Montreal Canadiens Tuesday night in a Stanley Cup rematch. 
in St. Louis, Pavel Bushnevich scored a wraparound goal 53 seconds into overtime and St. Louis beat Florida 4-3. Jonathan Huberdeau's goal with 532 remaining tied it for the third time. Alexander Barkov and Brandon Montour also scored for the Panthers, who've lost seven straight on the road. Uh, by the way, let's call these one-timers, Moose. Hey, Here's the yeah. one-timers from last night. In Buffalo, Trevor Zegras flipped a pass over the net to set up the go-ahead goal. Anthony Stolarz made 25 saves in Anaheim blank Buffalo 2-0. They were calling it on SportsCenter the greatest goal ever. Stop it. In Chicago, Blackhawks forward Juju Kara was stretchered off the ice after he was leveled by Jacob Truba in the second period of the Rangers 6-2 win. Artemi Panarin had two goals and two assists. Past 500 points, and his Rangers have won seven in a row. In Edmonton, Cam Talbot made 38 saves against his former team, and Minnesota shut down Edmonton 4-1 for its seventh straight victory. The Oil have lost three in a row. They were dead last night. I watched that one. Anders Lee had two goals, and the New York Islanders snapped an 11-game losing streak with a 5-3 win over Ottawa. Should have kept abs. Austin Matthews scored twice. Defenseman Morgan Riley set up four goals. And Toronto beat Columbus 5-4 to stop a two-game slide. Nick Ritchie scored his first goal in his 27th game with Toronto. Jack Campbell was sensational, making 28 saves for his NHL-leading 14th win. How about those Blue Jackets? We're very big in Columbus, Moose. Just so you know, we're carried on Buckeye Cable in Columbus. I've been getting a lot of mail from Columbus viewers. I just wanted to throw that out there. Patrick Laine did not play for the 13-11 and 11 Blue Jackets. Uh, he's got an oblique strain. Just a couple more. Detroit, Roman Yossi scored his first period goal. Ryan Johansson scored in a power play in Nashville, defeated the Red Wings 5-2. In Winnipeg, Manitoba. I watched that one, too. Martin Neckass and Vincent Trocek scored power play goals to lead Carolina over Winnipeg 4-2. Sorry to say, Winnipeg, Urs, your Jets weren't really even in that game, and you watched it so you know. And Thomas Hurdle scored his fourth career hat-trick, and San Jose used a three-goal barrage in the second period to beat Calgary 5-3. Dylan Dubé, Johnny Gaudreau, and Adam Rizika scored for the Flames, who dropped the final two games of a four-game roadie that started with two wins. So that's what happened in the NHL Tuesday. Before I get to my vaunted top five, bottom five, Moose, any thoughts? On what went down in the National Hockey League on Tuesday. Barkov coming back is good for uh, for Florida, but... Uh, ah, he got hurt in the third. He got hurt I, in the third and left again. Just, I know, yeah. right? Like, that's good and then bad, and then they lose. And seven in a row on the road, I didn't realize that it was that it had gone to that many. Um, it was a tough night for Edmonton, tough night for Winnipeg. Um, so, and then, and then I know the goal, you kind of said, stop it. So, I don't know if you want to talk about it or not. It was almost high-sticking. It almost wasn't even a goal. Almost. I mean, hey, it's great for highlights and everything, but it's not the greatest goal ever. Bobby Orr, Bobby Orr scored the greatest goal ever. Bobby Orr. That's what I think. Yeah. People that are prisoners of the moment, as they say, recency bias, think Connor McDavid's goal against the Rangers was the greatest goal of all time. Wasn't even the greatest goal of the year. Ron Dugay and I <laughs> agree on that. I, I still laugh about Dugay saying, Rod, for guys like you and me, we know it wasn't that great a goal, but everybody else thinks it's a great goal. I laugh about that all the time. <laughs> I know. That's so good. And the Zegra, it was cool, <laughs> like, setting him up, you know, because you think it's the Michigan, but he just flips it forward and tap it in. Creative, like, and his reaction was cool. So I like seeing the kids have some fun out there. Um, but you're right. I mean, there's, there's a lot of great goals. I mean, Ovi's goal back over the, you know, backwards, that was better. There's a number of them.
Oh, yeah. I never heard back from our content creator, Nelson Vo. I sent him my top five, bottom five. Do we have the graphic, Clark? Is it ready to roll or do we have it? So yes or no? Yes or no? We do? <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm going to do it anyways. Top five, bottom five, but there is no graphic for it. Are you ready, Moose? Yeah. Number one team in the National Hockey League are still the Florida Panthers. 38 points are 38 points. And they're the comeback kids. Never mind the seven-game road losing streak. Doesn't matter. They're still the best team in the National Hockey League by virtue of uh, pretty much every other stat. Number two team in the National Hockey League are the Washington Capitals. That game last week, oh, we found it. Last week was for NHL supremacy. Florida beat Washington in overtime. Clearly, that means Washington's number two. Number three, how about those Minnesota Wild who have won seven consecutive hockey games and are running away with the Central Division? They're coming out of nowhere. Fourth place team are the Toronto Maple Leafs who got off the snide with the big win last night. And again, 38 points are 38 points. And number five are Daryl Sutter's rough and tumble Calgary Flames who just keep winning. They continue to lead what's been a tougher division than we thought, the Pacific Division. That's our top five teams in the National Hockey League, our bottom five teams in the National Hockey League. I hope you're sitting down because there's some new faces in the bottom five. The 28th team in the National Hockey League are the Philadelphia Flyers who fired their coach and still can't win. Philadelphia Flyers was nine in a row they've lost. Um, kind of went back and forth on the 29th team, whether it would be these guys or the Seattle Kraken. Seattle's got some wins. They beat the Oilers the other night. So it's the Chicago Blackhawks that are 29th. It's kind of looking like they are who we thought they were. The 30th team is the Vancouver Canucks, who made a coaching change and did win in the debut for Gabby the other night over L.A. So Vancouver is 30th. They're moving on up like George and Wheezy. 31st team is the Montreal Canadiens, who have lost four in a row, including the Stanley Cup rematch last night. The GM change did nothing for Les Habitants. They're the second-worst team in the NHL and the worst team of the National Hockey League. Congratulations, Arizona. You're posting a wire-to-wire finish as the worst team in the NHL. Are they even still in the league? They're making a That's great your top case. five, bottom five. They're making a great case yeah. for relegation to be added to the NHL. Um, you know, it, it's good. I'm just looking at, you know, some of the, you know, people that might or teams that might have been left off. I mean, the Islanders won, but they've won once in their last 10. Buffalo, same thing, five in a row they've lost and, you know, only one win in their last 10. On the other side, teams that have played pretty good as of late. Dallas has won seven in a row and nine of 10. They're kind of moving up, probably not to the top uh, five for you. And then the Rangers have won seven in a row and nine of 10 as well. Chris Bird watching in King City, Ontario says, no graphic, no problem. The RP show is the theater of the mind. Darren Workman watching in Salt Lake City says, theater of the mind is the best kind of theater. Kind of, but it's not a radio show. Sometimes I wish it was because that's so much fun. Pink's watching. Todd Pinkney, one of our P1s, biggest Philly Flyers fan I know. He says, woot, woot, we finally made it. <laughs> Let's go Flyers. Man, do they suck. And I was so happy to see him the night before Thanksgiving down here. One week ago tonight, I can't, I couldn't believe how bad they played. It was very similar to the Vancouver Canucks on opening night in Edmonton. I'll say it again. You were right beside me. I think you can attest to this. It's like, I can't tell how bad they are because they're playing so bad. Like, I can't tell how talented they are because they're playing so bad. And you came away kind of 
in love with Connor Garland and some of those guys on Vancouver. Erickson didn't do a blinking thing. Or um, not Louis Erickson. Um, OEK. Elias Pedersen didn't do anything. Pedersen didn't do anything that day. But that's my point. It's hard to tell whether these guys are good or not because they're collectively as a team playing terribly. Yeah. And that's the Philadelphia Flyers. Anyways, uh, it is 11-11. It is. Uh, yeah, central time for you. Mm-hmm. Thank the you. The opportunity portal is opening, Moose. Are you stepping through it? I think you are. Yes. Thank you. Jennifer right from the on. Four Seasons Sports Palace. Jennifer from the Four Seasons Sports Palace is watching, and she says, the Rangers are looking fabulous as well. Yeah, what I say? Seven in a row with the win last night in Chicago. Uh, Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York, says might as well add the Devils 0-3-1 in their last four. And the three losses weren't even close. <laughs> so there's a lot of streaking teams. I feel like Will Ferrell in... Um, old school. Old school. We're going streaking! Uh, Just which way are you going? Yes. Uh, by the way, watch the movie Four Christmases last night for the first time. You ever watch that show? Vince Vaughn, right? Hilarious. It's hilarious. That's good. Can we do a poll one day? What's the best Vince Vaughn movie? I'm going to put Old School in there. I'm going to put Four Christmases in there. I'm going to put Wedding Crashers in there. And it could be The Breakup, the one with Jennifer Aniston. Couples Retreat. Oh, that was good. The Dilemma. Let's think about it for a while. Let's think about it for a while. (laughs) Ha ha. Darren Workman in Salt Lake City says, my wish came true already. The Utah Utes are in the Rose Bowl. Little old lady from Pasadena. That's where the Rose Bowl is played, by the way. Um, do, 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 do. Poll question, by the way. I was mentioning the poll. This one's got hotcakes. From Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, the poll question today, should Canada boycott the Beijing Olympics? of respondents saying, yes, Canada should boycott the Beijing Olympics. The USA is. Now the United Kingdom is, we learned this morning. I'm going to defer and take the wussy way out and say, I don't know enough about it right now. Otherwise, I would have voted no. We shouldn't boycott it. And as of now, Canada has not. But we say there may be some rumblings to the contrary. Moving along. Okay, now the now the viewers are chiming in, and I appreciate that. Darren, Ryan, both say dodgeball. Oh, Sheesh. yes. How about we that? might have to have like eight options or a bracket, as you're fond of doing, because he's been in so many great movies. Um, point four already, just in the time we have left here in this particular section, and then we'll break and come back. Is Grey Cup stuff. This is going to leave everybody hanging on the edge of their seats. Here's the news from this morning, from Wednesday morning at Grey Cup festivities in Hamilton. Dane Evans will start at quarterback for the Hamilton Tiger Cats in Sunday's Grey Cup against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Evans was perfect off the bench in the CFL East Final Sunday, completing all 16 passes attempted in Hamilton's 27-19 victory over Toronto. The 28-year-old from Oklahoma came on in relief of an ineffective Jeremiah Masoli. Evans made three starts this season compared to nine for Masoli and two for David Watford. The issue of the Ticats starter was the second question at the coach's news conference this morning. Hamilton coach Orlando Steinhauer said choosing between the two quarterbacks wasn't easy, calling them both A people and A quarterbacks. So that's the news there. We're going to have to break, but I'm going to dangle something here, and that is 
major rumor going around about one of the key coaches in Sunday's Grey Cup that he will be coaching his last game in the Canadian Football League. Spicy. How about that? That's all I'm going to say for now because we're going to come back and debate it more. So for you South Florida hockey fans, that was a lot of hockey talk in hour one. I hope you appreciate it, and I hope you enjoyed it, because when we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, Canadian Hockey League's top tens come out. Big games tonight in the dub. Uh, CEBL, as I mentioned, Canadian Elite Basketball League, huge hiring of a former Miami Heat player. <laughs> and that's something how things all tie in together, Moose. Uh, more on that NHL suspension talk. And your NFL top five, you're ready to go with that, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So this has been the warm-up, and we'll be right back. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network, YouTube live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio on rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Beautiful day in South Florida. That's where Canada's daytime sports talk show originates from today and every day. And the Moose is uh, in the sweatpants capital for a while, the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, the other half of the program. And the reason we're showing the beach, listen, we need to pump the brakes on a couple of the topics because people are chiming in like crazy Moose. The YouTube viewers, and I haven't got to the 902 text line yet, they're talking about the best Vince Vaughn movies, which is, this is all my fault. Yeah. I started it. But can we just pump the brakes on that in the Olympics talk and just say, hey, we need a new tagline. I think we're going to move on from Canada's daytime sports talk show. And in this segment is a really good, you're going to see why. What do we want? I can't tell. My mind immediately went to North America's daytime sports talk show, and it's just too long. Yeah. You look at these American shows that I've been watching, Get Up, First Take. What are some of the other ones that you watch? Those are the ones I watch. <laughs> the same ones as you. Um, two, two, two words, apparently. Two words, apparently, is all we need. Yeah, that's the idea. Wake it's up? Really, really short. I don't know. But that's the name yeah, of the show, so not just, their tagline. I don't know. Yeah. Can some of our viewers, all of them, weigh in, if you don't mind, on what you think would be a good tagline for the Rod Peterson show? Blanks. Daytime sports talk show. I don't know. You and I are usually pretty good at this, and we're stumped. Does so daytime sports talk show have to be part of it? You know what I mean? We can move on from daytime sports talk show to something else that lives forever um, at any time of the day when people want to watch it. I don't know. We That's... Sky's the limit. I feel like we need to have a meeting to have a meeting. Yeah. Yes. To our viewers, Wayne and Victoria BC says, I think Wedding Crashers is the best movie with Vince Vaughn. That, I, listen, I can't. I got to say old school. I got to say old school. And what's funny about that is, if you go back and look at when old school came out, early yeah. 2000s, we used to watch that sucker on the bus with the Pats over and over and over. And I remember getting up and going to the bathroom in the back of the bus. And some of the players, I can't remember who they were. They were like, which one's you, Roddy? <laughs> I was like 30 at the time of that coming out. Which one are you? Are you Frank the Tank? Are you Mitch? Which one are you? 
Of course, I said I'm all of them. You're my boy, Blue. Um, you're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. Ring that bell, you effing pansy. Yeah, it's old school wins. Listen, I could sit here and rattle off old school lines all day long. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about the movie. And then you come home early from a business trip and <laughs> you you um, rather Say what? <laughs> Nothing. He knocks at the door. Right. <laughs> In a damn Batman con. Superman costume. Move on. Um, sorry. <laughs> Justin Wolf watching on YouTube regarding should Canada boycott the Olympics. He says the athletes for all these countries are still going. Government officials from these countries will not be sent to it. So there's that. Uh, from Pink's. The Flyers fan, he said, there is no way Canada should be going at all. If you test positive for COVID, you need to quarantine for three weeks. What happens if you get to the medal games and then need to miss those? Well, the argument is about hu human atrocities that go on in China. That's why these countries aren't going, is it? It's not because you might get COVID. Correct? Yeah. That's what I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, from my cousin Christine in Madison Hat. Sports talk for everyone. Guys, write that down. Well, you got the honk of approval on it. That kind of came in right, <laughs> right after you approval. said it. Um, I <laughs> think, honestly, and maybe it's got to be sponsored, but I think, you know, we stick with the Golden Corral of sports talk. I think that should be the tagline. I'm into my third week down here, and I haven't been to Golden Corral yet. How about that? That's crazy. Mike Horrigan in Toronto says a variety of the best damn sports talk out there. Frankly, I'd like to just say the best damn sports talk show because there isn't that show doesn't exist anymore. Let's let's just take it. I wonder if I really like that. Yeah, can you look it up? The best damn sports talk show. Period. I love that show. Chris so Rose. Who is the really tall black guy? The NBA guy. Oh man, not James Worthy. Whoever he was, I loved him. He was so funny. Yeah. Anyways, ah, back on all in sports talk from Donna watching in Central Butte, home of Clark's dad. She says, looking that? fabulous, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Donna. Preach. People have been making a lot of comments about my hair and how great it looks. That's tough tribe for men. Tough tribe for men. Andrew Miller watching on YouTube says, the daytime sports talk show. That's it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he says, maybe that it's taken. Maybe it's taken, but it makes a statement. Okay, enough on that. But thank you. And EGA writes in. EGA completely missed the memo. I said, we're not talking anymore about Vince Vaughn <laughs> movies, but EGA just writes in and says, good day. Three best Vince Vaughn movies. Number one, Swingers. Number two, Made. Number three, Clay Pigeons. I'll take three movies I've never seen before, Alex. Bingo! Yeah. <laughs> I've seen part of Swingers. Darren in Utah watching says, uh, Rod, I keep waiting for you to say, top off the fluids with that shirt you're wearing. It's not an oil change shirt, brah. <laughs> 
That's what our, our director, Jordan, Plumbing. he thought it was very NASCAR-ish, the shirt. Yeah, it's one of our sponsors, Bronco Plumbing and Heating. I wanted a rep. wanted to rep a sponsor here. They sponsor Rod's Rant, in which, frankly, I don't have any in me today. It's 27 degrees Celsius right now in Sunny Moose. It's going to be 28 this afternoon when I'm going to Macy's. I got to go buy a suit, one that fits because I've lost so much weight. Anyways, back to that great cup. Wait, I said we were going to talk hockey. I haven't even got through all my points yet. Got sidetracked. Well, it's definitely not always sports. That's for sure on this show. But to that great cup thing, this is the thing that's annoying me a little bit. I've had a few people ask, why are you guys not a great cup? And I'm like, listen, I've been to 20. I've been traveling and traipsing across this continent for 30 years. I don't want to travel and traipse anymore. This show is originating from Florida. That's the way it's going to be. And I can follow the Great Cup just fine. It's 2021, right? So I'm getting scoops. I'm getting inside stuff. And one of the scoops that I got yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before, that one of the key coaches in this Great Cup game, the 100th Great Cup on Sunday, is coaching his last game in the CFL. And the Spicy. CFL people that are watching, are gonna, they're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. Exactly, because this rumor is going around. Pretty strong one, actually. And it came from a really good source. And it came from a football guy in the States to me. And I said, has this been reported anywhere? And he goes, I haven't even looked. I don't know. But it's happening. And I'm so I texted a CFL insider last night who is at Grey Cup. I said, hey, just so you know, this is going down. Or I'm led to believe this is going down. He's like, yeah, that's one of the rumors out there. Why are we not running with it? Because I can tell you at the 20 Grey Cups that I've covered, that is what it's all about. It's rumor central. The game is secondary, especially this time of the week. But I, I, the reason I'm not reporting it, just so you know, not my job to be the insider, A. B... If it got out who this coach was, the team would go insane. Ah, that freaking Peterson. We got a game to play, and this he's saying that we're going to lose this coach. I don't need that on my head. That's what insiders are for. Yeah. And it just tells me how this business of covering sports has changed, particularly in the Canadian Football League, but really in sports overall, because I was going to save this for my weekend column. But you know how many guys tell me that they're so afraid to say anything negative about the team they cover because they'll have their media credentials pulled? Yeah. That's a landscape of sports in a lot of locales in North America. It's not just a Canadian thing. It's not just a CFL thing. And it's just, ah, I'd rather just sit down here and talk sports and have fun every day, drink coffee with you, Moose. Yeah. And our viewers. But it's like, if you're going to Grey Cup and you can't talk about a story like this, what the hell are you there for? What do you think about that? I know. I know. Well, that, I want your take. That's the fun of it, though, is the fun is not making things up, but, you know, getting together with all the football people from across the country and, you know, getting that updated and, you know, 
finding out what's going on. And that's where all the news comes out. You know, we see it at every league, whether it's the GM's meetings or whether it's owner's meetings or whether it's annual meetings or whether it's Grey Cup or whether it's Super Bowl or Stanley Cup. When everybody gets together, you know, news spreads and you start hearing about rumblings about what's next and what's coming. And that's what fans want, too. They want to know what's going on. So, you know, yes, there's the, the coaches press conference was today and you know they're going to have other events throughout the week but those are all for the most part not really newsworthy events you're not getting a lot of news from them you know um what what's the biggest thing that's going to come out of that are you letting your players have sex you're not letting uh, your players have sex right like that's ding ding kinda, ding 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 that's the biggest like thing that's coming out of it today no, it did if that gets it asked, got asked this morning it did 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 it of course of course i don't know who asked it but it got asked and i mean you know, if if Throw a coach up. if a coach up. if a coach gives a a colorful, funny answer, great. Then it, you got a little bit of entertainment, but we're not getting any news out of this. So that's where the work comes in of networking and being around the event to break stories. Um, <clears throat> this is like an Easter egg hunt in the comments. <laughs> It's in there. Somebody's nailed it, but I'm not going to say who. Uh, Phil Kershaw, by the way, watching the former chairman of the CFL Board of Governors. Thanks for watching, Phil. He says, John Sally. Ding, ding, ding. Thanks, Phil. Yes, John Sally. Love that guy. On the show and in the NBA. Um, Winnipeg viewers say it better not be O'Shea. Steven Sawchuk says, so is it Reinbold or Hall, the first two that come to mind that have been in the league a while? Uh, not saying. From Jeff, the Stamps fan says, so how high is this coach, Rod? <laughs> I don't know if he's into drugs or not or if he smokes. I don't know how high how he is. That? Why would you ask that? <laughs> From Janice in Alberta. We as fans also love that aspect of Grey Cup Week. Fans talking about all the rumors around the league as well as talking about what is wrong with the CFL and how we would fix it. Hashtag Stam's fan and YEG. From Craig Campbell watching in Southern Ontario. The Grey Cup is a wonderful event to attend. The IIHF World Championships is similar to three weeks of the Grey Cup. Put that on the bucket list, Moose. Okay. I would like to go to the World Hockey Championship one day. Players told sure. me that it used to be just a big party, but then they got serious about it. And that's when Canada started winning. By the way, just to f- wrap up our quick six show topics, I'll let you adjourn and come back. Okay. I said hour one was going to be hockey, hour two was going to be football, and I pulled the rug out on everybody. Atop the Kia CHL top 10 rankings for the sixth week running the Winnipeg Ice. Reign supreme in the Western Hockey League with 45 points through 25 games after splitting a weekend home set against Saskatoon. Here are your top 10 released this morning. Number one, the Winnipeg Ice. Number two, the Edmonton Oil Kings. They'll meet tonight at Wayne Fleming Arena in Winnipeg. Get your tickets, Winnipeg. Number three, the Everett Silvertips. Number four, Kamloops Blazers. Number five, the Charlottetown Islanders. Number six, the North Bay Battalion. Number seven, London Knights. Number eight, Sherbrooke Phoenix. Number nine, Kingston Frontenac. Number 10, Vancouver Giants. And your honorable mentions, Patrick Waz, Quebec Rampart, the Mississauga Steelheads, and the Shawinigan Cataract. I got to thank God's team, the Regina Pats, are right on the the edge 
of the honorable mentions. When, by the way, it's Teddy Bear Toss night, Friday night for the Regina Pats. And one more, the Montreal Alliance announced Wednesday morning that Joel Anthony, a 10-year NBA veteran and two-time NBA champion from Montreal, has been named the CEBL expansion team's first general manager. He graduated from UNLV, began his NBA career with Miami in 07, seven seasons with the Heat, played with LeBron, Chris Bosh, Shaquille O'Neal, Ray Allen, and Dwayne Wade, won two championships in 2012 and 2013. Joel Anthony is the first-ever general manager of the CEBL's Montreal Alliance. I love that team name, too. Yeah. Moose, we'll see you in a bit. See you in a bit, an hour or two. We're heading to the other coast to chat with uh, the voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Dave Randorf. When we return, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP show continues from South Florida. It is Canada's daytime sports talk show, but we are broadcasting from down here. Today, we're looking for a new tagline, and so far, not so good. But it will be changing from Canada's daytime sports talk show to something. We'll see. Producer Clark telling me that uh, Dave Randorf is having audio issues or connection issues from his hotel. The television voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's a helicopter going right over my head. Can you hear that? Uh, By the way, Clark tells me he should be ready right away. Tough Tribe for Men was designed to meet the unique demands of clean, professional grooming. The warm scent of a gentleman's shampoo teams up with an invigorating, cool peppermint conditioner. Top that off with a little beard and hair pomade to start your day feeling fresh and available. Available today at toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. Tough Tribe for Men. We're just so happy to have them with us. Uh, By the way, as the program rolls, you are more than welcome to join us. Text in 902-518-3033. That's 902-518-3033. We got Dave Randorf now, Rambo, the voice of the team that's won four in a row including a victory over the Montreal Canadiens last night in the Stanley Cup Finals rematch. How you doing, Rambo? I'm doing good. I wasn't having technical issues. Your link was having technical issues. But we got Ooh. it all sorted, and we're good. <laughs> There's I, a lot of that going around. For about 15 minutes. Yeah, you better talk to your, uh, your IT department. But here we are, and I'm thrilled to be here <laughs> with Rod. By the way, can you give me a quick summary? I follow along with you on social media. And yeah. how often are you in Florida? Well, well, give me the. I, I'm I'm way behind on this. What's going on with you down there? Well, I came here for three weeks in September. Was doing the show from here, and we've been moving the show around. We've done it from Montreal, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Calgary, Saskatoon, and I said, let's give Florida a shot. Went to some Panthers games. You know how first class they are. They accredited me for yeah. the entire season. They said, come on back. So they've put Randy Moeller on the show and Bill Lindsay and uh, Sean Thornton and all their crew. And they just said, listen, we don't get any coverage down here. So anything you can do for us, we're here for you. And the Dolphins were uh, unbelievable as well. So I said, I'm going to come back and do the show. End of story. And That's great. Uh, clearly, That's Dave, good. 
you can attest what a wonderful state it is. You know, uh, now that I live there, I'm a Florida resident. Yes. Um, when we as Canadians see news stories on CNN or some American uh, news channel out of Florida, it is usually some crazy, wild, um, unimaginable <laughs> scene. And there is certainly, you know, that contingent in certain parts of Florida. But where you are, South Florida is gorgeous. I like to think where I live in Tampa Bay now is, is beautiful. So, yes, uh, until you actually get there and, and get to know the people and enjoy the weather, uh, you don't really get it until you're actually there. So I'm all for it, and I'm fine with it. Rambo, nobody understands the hockey fans in this state. They, even the teams will tell you, small compared to other centers north of here, but very rabid, very passionate. You've been the voice of the Lightning long enough to understand that, right? Maybe we should talk about that. They love the hockey, and that group is growing. Well, first of all, where you are, I'm, I'm really happy to see the Florida Panthers doing as well as they are. And, and for those who aren't paying attention, they are easily one of the best top two, three teams in the NHL right now. They And this is even after they went through that situation with Joe Quenville and Andrew Burnett having to step in. They continue to roll. Now they got Barkov back and they're starting to get some, some traction and some people in the stands and some excitement for what is a very, very good team. And how that affects me where I am is that you now have a you know the equivalent of a Montreal Toronto or Battle of Alberta or Battle of Ontario uh, situation now between the Lightning and the Panthers, where these games are really exciting in either barn. And of course, it was taken to a new level when they met in the playoffs uh, last spring for the first time ever. They'd never been in the playoffs because the Panthers really haven't been any good for twenty years, and they have been in the playoffs that often, and certainly not even uh, at the same time when the Lightning have been an elite team. So. Uh, I know for a fact that Tampa Bay is a great place to see a game. It's always full. It's always energetic. And it's starting to get a little bit more so there uh, in South Florida as well. So you're right. Um, Canadians don't often flick on a lot of Florida-based games, but uh, the Lightning have been a, an elite team now for a long time. So th they kind of get a little, yeah. cover, little bit more coverage than the Panthers. But the Panthers are coming. They are coming. Well, you know, speaking of crowds, uh, I watched the game in Montreal last night and it was like, was there social distancing going on? I mean, whether the Habs are good or bad, the place is always full. That's what we love about the Montreal Canadiens, 21,000 plus. What was the deal last night? Is there still restricted seating or what was the deal? The deal is the team's lousy and people have had it and tickets are expensive <laughs> and uh, they are this they, they are they are speaking with their lack of attendance and not showing up. There's no restrictions as far as I know. I may be, I may be wrong on this, but I don't think there is. And uh, you can have full capacity there. There is just a lot of empty seats right now. The Montreal Canadiens have six wins in, I want to say, 28 games now. And they lost another one late last night. They played well for the better part of the game. Probably overall, they were the better team over the course of 60 minutes than the Lightning. And Tampa Bay took it with two goals in the last 209 to extend their winning streak and to take two points and get the heck out of there. But um, that was my only trip this season into Montreal, and I love going there. It is my favorite place in the NHL uh, to call a game or even just to sit and watch a game. It's it's always great atmosphere there, and I've always said it doesn't matter if it's Saturday night against the Leafs or Tuesday night against Carolina or the Kings or whoever. The atmosphere is always great, and the barn's always full, but that's not the case right now. They've obviously cleaned house from the top down, brought in a new uh, vice president of direct uh, hockey operations in Jeff Gordon, and they 
They are a shell of the team that went to the Stanley Cup final, and people aren't happy, and uh, they're, they're, they're speaking by not showing up. Did you have some of the feels from last year's Stanley Cup final that it was Montreal-Tampa, or did that feel like 10 years ago? Because there was no Carey Price on the ice last night. There was no Shea Weber on the ice last night. Like It seems like a long time ago now that I say that. <laughs> um, we tried to sell a little bit of that, but no, I didn't have any of the, I, I had tremendous fields for game five. I don't know if I've been on your show since, since that night. I don't think I have, but as a sports fan, Rod, I, I will never forget being in the building there for game five. And it's not like I'm a lifelong lightning fan. Obviously I, I work for the team now and I'm very happy to be there, a part of that organization, but just as a pure hockey fan or a sports fan to see a team win the Stanley cup at home was thrilling i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it the roar the the atmosphere it was amazing the intensity of the moment it was incredible and so i had the feels then for sure but last night <laughs> montreal had eight guys in their lineup that were in that stanley cup final and that includes jake allen wow who never even played a game in the stanley cup final so you take him out of the mix it's basically seven guys uh, that actually played in game five um, so because Weber's gone, Price is gone. They've got all kinds of injuries. Gallagher's on the COVID list. Uh, Tyler Toffoli, their leading scorer, he's now hurt. So it goes on and on and on. So, um, no, it really wasn't the same at all. And I think we all know that give Montreal full credit. They made it to the final. They knocked out three very good teams along the way. But we all knew they were punching way above their weight, and they ultimately ran into a wall when they got to the final against the Lightning. But uh, uh, nobody really thought they would fall this far. I mean, they made some free agent signings. They brought in some guys. But um, obviously, they're, it's not a rebuild, but it is a restart for sure, and it's going to take a while because they're going to miss the playoffs by a mile. Rambo, I think we have about 60 seconds. You're following closely the 108th Grey Cup. Winnipeg Hamilton in the hammer. Your thoughts on the matchup in the game? Well, I have watched a fair amount of games this year. Uh, ESPN Plus carries them all, as you know. And so I've watched a fair amount of what I can. And listen, uh, I, I love the, the idea of a home team winning a great cup. And, and I love Orlando Steinhauer and what he has done, much like his former teammate, Mike O'Shea. Two very good players who have become very good coaches. Um, but, I, you know, I mean, listen, Winnipeg is just the best team by a, a long shot in the Canadian Football League, even with the lost season of last year. And I think the Ticats are going to be hard-pressed to beat the uh, the Bombers, unless weather is an equalizer. I haven't seen a weather forecast yet for Sunday. But I will be watching from Tampa. we got a barbecue going. I can't wait for a great cup Sunday. Of course, 2.5-point favorites are Winnipeg, and I think the conditions are decent right around zero. Rambo, all the best. Always uh, enjoy chatting with you. Love watching the games, and hopefully we can do it again soon. Happy holidays, sir. Happy holidays to you and to all your listeners. Sorry I was a little late. Uh, we, technically, uh, we, we got it done in the end, and anytime, Rod, my pleasure. Was, and thanks to Clark. Fantastic. Thanks, Dave. You bet. Okay. The uh, television voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Dave Randorf. We'll be right back with Taco Time Viewer Takeover. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
It's Taco Time viewer takeover and almost sounds like another fast food restaurant because I'm loving it. What I'm saying is I love the comments from the viewers here. So I'm going to jump right to it on Taco Time viewer takeover. By the way, Canadians love local. Go loco, eat local. Taco Time uses fresh ingredients sourced in Canada. Our beef, chicken, cheddar cheese, sour cream, and Mexi fries all come from the great white north. Uh, so we're asking for a new name for Canada's daytime sports talk show because it's originating, at least one half of it, from the United States. Frank Limaker is watching in Airdrie, Alberta, and he writes and he says, watching on Game Plus, how about the premier Can-Am sports talk show? How about that? Guys, yeah, guys, we got to get some sound effects for that. I like it. The Can-Am Sports Show. I Something like, like that. I like it. Write it down. Can-Am. There's nothing else like it. Something unique would be nice. Uh, Chris Jarl. Chris watching. He's in BC. Yeah, from Surrey. The Sports Fans Talk Show. That's not bad. The Sports Fans Talk Show. Something in there. The Can-Am Sports Fans. Right now, the leader in the clubhouse is... Can-Am, Mike in Edmonton, the best daytime sports talk show. Not bad, but how many others are there? This, that's how we knew that it would be a hit on national television because there is no other live daytime talk show in Canada. DG watching in the Briggs, uh, Bridge City says, Morning, guys. DG is his name. Breaking news out of California where Jeff Tedford has been named the new head coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. Elsewhere, the Duke Blue Devils are on the cusp of naming Jason Garrett as their new head coach. Yikes. I'm sure you have a hot take on that one. <laughs> Why? Because he failed with the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. Duke can have him. One minute. One minute remaining in hour one. Jamie's watching in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He says, some of my favorite Vince Vaughn movies. Couples Retreat. The Breakup and Swingers. If you go way back and during the holidays, check out Four Christmases. Jamie, that's how this all started. I said I watched Four Christmases last night and loved it. Where, where's this been? It came out in 08. First time I ever watched it. It was amazing. And that got us going on all-time best Vince, Mon, Vince Vaughn movies. But we're also asking what is um, a new tagline for this show? What would be appropriate? What's up with the time, guys? Quarterback Dane Evans will get the start for Hamilton in Sunday's Grey Cup game. Ticats coach Orlando Steinauer announced it this morning. The Vancouver Canucks are the lone Canadian NHL team in play tonight. They take on the Boston Bruins. Raptors look to extend their winning streak to three tonight. They're home to Oak City. Hour two coming up after this. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.